Okay, just let me in. Great day, sis. Great day. Hey, how you doing? I've seen better days. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Give me one second. I'll be right there. Sure. So how's everybody doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, today we did not really decide on a topic specifically, but you know, when you let the Holy Spirit lead the way, you have to realize that the Holy Spirit is very, very spontaneous. But you'll never know what he's going to do next. Never. I was just telling them how we didn't really decide on a topic, but that, you know, when the Holy Spirit starts moving, he's very, very spontaneous. So, Very, very. So I'm, I'm very, still very grateful, still very grateful for this podcast, for you, sis, um, for our sistership, right? And, um, and for the challenges, because yeah. they come to make us strong. And, yeah. you know, God teaches us through his discipline, right? So we can pray in, sis, and just kind of talk through things. I'm rocking with the curls. Oh, thank you, boo. Thank you. I'm rocking Don't, with don't get used to it. I'm just like, <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> so let's pray. All right. I'll pray. That is good. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your mercies and your grace that is renewed every morning, God. We just want to thank you even for the challenges that you bring us through because we know that if you bring us to it, you'll bring us through it, God. We just want to ask that you give us the strength to rely on you even when we cannot see a way out. Even when we don't know how things are going to turn out, we just put our faith in you, God, and keep seeking your understanding and not our own understanding so that we can get through this tough journey. We ask that you bless all of our listeners, bless princesses, family and businesses, bless my family and businesses, and bless the word that we're going to speak today, God. Um, in Yahweh's name we pray. Amen. 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 So, um, you know, the best, the best hood to me is motherhood, right? That's, that's the best hood around. But mm -hmm. when I tell you it is no cake walk in the park, mm. it's just not. And if we have any new listeners, like I was raised by a single dad. So I was raised by my dad. So I didn't really have that example of a mom you know, to pass on to my kids or any motherly lessons that were instilled in me that I could instill on my kids. It was only from my dad. So to me, being a mother was just a little bit harder because I didn't have anyone really to go to and say, what would you do, mom? Or how would you handle this, mom? Now, granted, my mom is in my life now, but she's not in the mental state to give motherly advice or even to, you know, be the mother that she probably wishes she could be. 
Mm. And so with all that being said, it's just very difficult. It's very difficult for me to sometimes come to grips with my children acting in a way that I didn't raise them to act. And my son, he got suspended from school for fighting. And Philly is is rough. Like Philly is rough. The kids here are rough. Um, you know, people get shot all the time. It's just a rough city to grow up in and to raise your kids in. And so we want our kids to protect themselves, but we also don't want them to be bullies, you know? Mm -hmm. And when our kids get in trouble and you hear about these just grotesque things that they do, it's just so disappointing because I know that I didn't raise them to be like this, mm -hmm. but they're little humans and they have minds of their own and thoughts of their own in ways that they want to explore the world. And even if you say, ah, 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 don't step right there. Sometimes they have to step right there just yeah. to see it for themselves that they shouldn't have stepped right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so Fine. I'm just asking our prayer warriors to pray for the mothers, pray for the mothers and the fathers. Um, but just pray for the parents out here who's doing the best that they can to raise their children to be respectable, honorable, productive people in society. When, as we talked about so many times, this all they see is negativity and sex and porn and drugs and corruption, you know, all these negative things that's bearing on their little minds. And we got this little teeny voice as their parents saying, no, son, no, daughter, don't do go this way. It's like our voice is almost a whisper because everything else is so loud. Yeah. And it, that's, you know, I, I can't even say much about motherhood because, you know, I'm not a mother yet. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely looking forward to motherhood 100%. Um, I know it's difficult, you know, because I've watched my mother raise me and my siblings. And I know that it wasn't easy being a wife, being a mother, running. She had her own business and she was our teacher at home. She taught us, you know, as a mother, you wear many hats. I know that much. Mm -hmm. And um, as a mother, the responsibility is great. You know, everything you represent to your child is what they truly become. Mm. And I'm so thankful to my mother because I really, truly know what it looks like to be a woman, a real woman. Uh, my mother definitely exemplified that to me really well. Um, she was very submissive to my father and she was a gentle person, very kind. I, I can't even think to times when my mother raised her voice and yelled and hysterical she was very much in control of her emotions sometimes I wonder how she did it I was like <laughs> she never cried you know I'm like I don't mm. know. like you know what I'm saying and I'm, it's not to say that she had no emotions it's just to say that everything wasn't done in the right moment so if she yeah. did hear it merited the tears and if she was angry it was you know what I'm saying she mm -hmm. was just 
person of discipline and order is what yeah. I'm so it, it and it's also to say it comes back to you to say like I really admire the fact that you know to see all the things that you're doing that you have your empire you have your children your wife your mother I admire that because mm -hmm. that's what I I I aspire to do in the mm -hmm. near future become that a wife and a mother I'm not there yet yeah but it's wonderful to see somebody who is wonderful and strong right before my eyes who's living that life and I'm like oh I'm taking notes <laughs> like it says I'm taking notes from you no like for real like it's amazing. it's amazing what you do and I think people don't really know the struggle is real so it's real knows your life like you even do this podcast like where do you even find the time to do a podcast <laughs> Get out of here. So we make time for the things we want to make time for, right? And God it's is definitely true. one of them. But you know, the Bible says, train up a child, right? In the way they should go and they should not depart from it. From it. So two things there. Number one, we this is training. Like this is just like any other training, like physical training, mental training. This is training. So it's not easy. It You can ask any athlete when they're training, it's not easy. It's, it's very yeah. taxing on your mind, your body. And that's what God calls us to do. The Bible also tells us that a, the child is a gift from God. So we have to take very good care of these gifts that God has given us. The second point to that train up a child, you know, we, we, we raise cattle. Like we raise farm animals. We don't, we're not, to me, I don't, I'm not raising my kids. I'm training them. I have mm -hmm. to teach them, right? I want to be able to, to instill principles, biblical principles, godly principles, morals, values in them. And mm -hmm. that's a part of their training. And when they, even if it seems like they're not listening or it seems like they're not following the training, it won't depart from their hearts. God says that. So I remember growing up, we did not celebrate anything, <laughs> not Christmas, Halloween, birthdays, nothing. We celebrated nothing. And we, at that time, I, I figured we were a seventh day Adventist because we, we practiced, we went to church on Saturdays and we didn't celebrate anything. And so that I believe was a part of the training that my dad was giving me for adulthood, because now I'm, I'm not all boggled down. If I can't get my kids a Christmas gift, I'm not in tears breaking down if they don't have Halloween costumes because I was trained. Now, even though I did um, deviate from that training, you know, along the way, I still remembered it in my heart because that's how my dad trained me. Right. It's very important. And I'll just say, it's funny, you, you said the Halloween costume thing. I just thought about it. Like for anybody listening, just me personally, I don't really celebrate Halloween, you know, because mm -hmm. Growing up, we I didn't see it at home. My our mother, my mother never really, you know, she just never celebrated Halloween with us. So, yeah. um, she had her belief and what 
she believed the day represented and why she didn't celebrate it. Um, and then as I got older, I just kind of stuck with that. But I bring that up to say, like, like what you said is so powerful. Like the training that you give a child, like it's just to say, like how my mother trained me, even as an adult, like I, it's hard to deviate from that. Mm-hmm. So just to say that what you're saying is so true with the training, because it's like it's true. You really are training your child. You're like a coach. You're coaching this kid to yeah. be an adult. And they're going to be an adult a lot much longer than they are a kid. Yeah. So why not prepare them to be a good adult or someone of sound judgment, someone of, like you're saying, that has morals and values. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad mm-hmm. that a lot of parents do not see it that way or don't make the time for their kid. And I'm like, you have to make time for your kid. Yeah. When they become an adult and they're going to be an adult for a longer time, mm-hmm. they're going to remember, you know, mom taught us, dad told us. Yeah. And I'm always quoting things that my parents told me growing up. And then when they get older, they learn new things too. You know, yeah. that's, that's how life works. I mean, like you, you were saying, you had your father. But as you got older, you you became a wife and a mother, and you had to learn things that your pro- father probably did not know. Absolutely, so train into you know, yeah. so it's not his fault. But then, just the fact that a parent takes the time, and it's really just the time. Sometimes it's not even about what you're telling this kid, or even the kids who had the worst childhood will remember. But my father was there. Yep, absolutely. Like he wasn't perfect. Yeah. But he was there. He was there. Like who, but nobody has perfect parents anyways, but it's, it's, it's like how a kid thinks is not how we think when we become adults. Yeah. Cause when you're a child, you could have a, a, a drunk for a father, but you don't see the drunk. You see the father. You're like, yeah. that's my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for anybody out there, like, and I think like, like I said before, you're an example of that because you're a parent. You're not perfect, but you're present at all times, even in your imperfections. So anyone out there who's struggling, you know what I'm saying? It is, you know, just keep being there for this kid. Mm -hmm. And and I say that too, because I was a teacher and as a teacher, you're kind of like a parent, but you're not, but you spend almost half the day with this kid. So Mm -hmm. my students depended on me. They wanted me to be there. And there are days I felt crappy. I didn't want to be there. And the Lord would nudge me. He's like, come on. You know, they need you. This is a season. They need you. And yeah. and I had to whoo, swallow whatever I was feeling, whatever I was going through. And I had to be there. Right. Be there. You know, you have to. You have to. And you know what? The Bible also says um, when you're a child, you think as a child. That goes back to your point. Right. They're not thinking um, the ramifications of having a, fa- a drunk father. Yeah. They're not thinking, like, I wasn't thinking about how my mom not being there would affect me as an adult. I thought as a child, you know, I'm like, whatever, <laughs> I got my dad, I'm, we out, we the dad, where are we going? You know, I just want to play and spend time with my dad. But the Bible says when you become a man, you put those childish things away. So you shouldn't be acting like, you know, the kids shouldn't be acting like adults and the adults shouldn't be acting like kids. Yeah. It, each, everything has a season and a time. And so I just know that motherhood, your that parenthood period 
is a lifetime. Yes. It's a lifetime. I, I don't think there's no season or time frame for that. That's the only thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just I just wanted to first of all give a shout out to all the parents that's out there, you know, taking care of their kids, <laughs> doing what they need to do, steering their kids in the right direction. I'm so um, sorry. This one second. Oh no, you're fine. Go ahead. Steering their kids in the right direction and showing your kids what you need to do is is very disheartening to me when I see the mothers or the fathers with the kids and they're like um teaching them how to curse or you know, smoking around them or showing them how to put up their middle finger and stuff like that. That hurts my heart because it just shows me the future that you're get. you know, that this kid is going to have. And show me that child in 10 years and oh. it'll be a miracle if they're not in some type of trouble. Because yeah. what you teach them it stays with them the bible says it doesn't depart from them so whether you train them good or whether you train them bad it's it doesn't depart so we have to be very careful about what we're teaching our children what we're feeding um them allowing them to be fed with visually and audibly Ooh. and just how we're raising our children it's no manual we know that all we got is the Bible. Yes, <laughs> that's that is saying. the manual. That's the manual, the Bible, and maybe some life experiences, you know, from family members or whatnot, but it's not easy. So I'm going to need all of y'all to pray, pray for my son. Yeah. Um, he's a teenager and he is, he's struggling. He's struggling. Mm -hmm. And I really don't know what else to do you know we've done work he's in therapy we talk to him he has the best of everything which may not always be good you know because entitlement and spoilism is real <laughs> trust me it's real and um I just Sean and I talk about this all the time I feel like this generation is a little bit weaker than our generate like then the 80s and 90s kids is it's just a little bit weaker because everything offends them everything is offensive everything hurts your feelings and you know you're ready to shoot somebody over the smallest thing you know and it's just like a downward spiral so we really have to lift our children up in prayer because yes. they need it yes. they need it they do and I, um, yeah, I definitely want to pray. I think prayers are superpower. Um, it's how we shift things. And we're going to pray for all the mothers, all the parents, fathers too. Fathers, we're not leaving you out of this. Um, I'm my dad. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we, we, we mention all the mothers because, you know, moms are the ones who are with the kids 24-7. Let's keep it real. Mm -hmm. and there are some yes. fathers who are single parents too. Mm -hmm. um, not by choice, some by choice. You know what I'm saying? So we, yeah. we, we're praying for all parents as a whole um, because it's not easy. It takes a village to raise a child. 
And I'm grateful for my village. We do have a we have a small village, um, especially with the teachers, like you know, yourself, um, the Boy Scout leaders, um, because there's some strong black men in the Boy Scout leadership. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And and the parents, you know, the the grandparents too, these are our village. This is our village, and we're so grateful because I promise you, I don't know where I would be without them. Come on now. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we love y'all and we just want y'all to know that we are always praying for y'all. But today, this special episode, this edition of Anointed Purity Podcast goes out to the parents. Yes. I dedicate this episode to the parents. Amen. So since you want to pray us out, any last words? No, I I say on this it's 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 very prophetic. It's the thirty first. I don't think people expected to hear a word about parenting on the thirty first. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have scary stories for y'all, but um, for anyone out there, you know, you're probably taking your kid to go trick or treating and things like that, and you still believe in God. Hey, we judge nobody. No judgment. That's be That's careful. Just, you know what I'm saying? Be careful. You know, everybody has their way of believing. That's probably the way you were raised. Um, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, but we are going to tell you the truth. Always. Those are my last words. I definitely, sis, you want me to pray? Yes, please. So let's pray. Um, Father, we just thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for sending your only begotten son to down the cross for our sins, for all sinful humanity. Lord, you are the first parent. You are a parent to us at all times, Lord. You've been training us from the beginning, Lord. You knit us, each and every one of us, in our mother's womb. So, Lord, if there's anyone who knows about parenting, it is truly you, oh God. We thank you for the words that you have placed, the words of that mandate us how to be parents, how to be wives, how to be children, Lord. And we just pray that you would help every struggling parent that's struggling right now. Raising a teenager is not easy. Raising a child is not easy, period. And I just pray that you would give them the strength, give them the wisdom, give them the understanding and the knowledge, and the knowledge. to do what they are to do, ought to do as a parent. And I just pray for every child, Lord, protect them, Lord, protect our children, protect their minds, Lord. Those who are around them, Lord, every evil eye, we bind every evil eye. We bind every bad influence, Lord. We bind peer pressure in the name of Jesus. And we pray, Lord, that the God in each of these children will rise, Lord, because some of these kids, your hand is on them, Lord. They're chosen, they're handpicked, Lord. And so it's a bumpy road, but they're handpicked at the end of the day. That's that's what matters, Lord. And because they are, Lord, we know that prayer interceding on their behalf is what's going to keep them strong and keep them going, oh God. So we just thank you. We thank you that you're guiding the parents most importantly. Wisdom, Lord, is the key in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sis. Listen, y'all, this has been another edition of Anointed Purity Podcast. I am your girl, Chrissy. I'm your girl, Princess. And we love y'all very much. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, share, comment, and let talk to us. Let us know what y'all think. How y'all parenting journey coming along right now? <laughs> but we will definitely see y'all on the next episode. Peace and love.